Well, hi there, and welcome back to Conversations with Father Greg. Today we have a homily for Sunday, December 4th, 2022, which is the second Sunday in the season of Advent. Let's begin with a reading from Matthew's Gospel. Matthew writes, In those days John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness of Judea, proclaiming, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is the one of whom the prophet Isaiah spoke when he said, The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Now John wore clothing of camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. Then the people of Jerusalem and all Judea were going out to him, and all the region along the Jordan, and they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many Pharisees and Sadducees coming for baptism, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruit worthy of repentance. Do not presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our ancestor, for I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children to Abraham. Even now the axe is lying at the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance, but one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor, and will gather his wheat into the granary. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. The Gospel of Christ. May I speak to you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, hi there, everyone. Last week we had two readings in which both Jesus and the Apostle Paul encouraged the faithful to wake up and to be alert about our surroundings. We considered that in the person of Jesus Christ, God was engaging humanity in a new and much more interactive and personal way. We also considered Paul's encounter with the resurrected Jesus on the road to Damascus. It was a life-changing event for Paul, and he went from persecuting Christians to promoting the Christian faith with every fiber of his being. Both are examples of God working in new ways. It's in light of these new ways that both Jesus and Paul called people to be attentive to what God was doing in the world. We listen to their words at the beginning of Advent as a reminder that we too have to be attentive to what God is doing in our lives and in our world. Last week I suggested that we are encouraged to be as attentive to our spiritual surroundings as we are attentive to our surroundings when we're behind the wheel of a car. Just as a good driver would not spend all of their time looking in their rearview mirror, we need to resist the urge to be trapped by feelings of nostalgia for bygone days. While understanding our past is important, our history cannot be our primary focus. We also need to look ahead with the eyes of our faith so that we know where we're going, how the landscape might be changing, and what's coming on the horizon. 
Today, however, our readings offer us another type of caution. We read about John the Baptist living in the wilderness like a hermit, wearing camel's hair clothing and eating bugs and honey. Like others through the centuries, Jesus' cousin John felt compelled to set himself apart from much of what was going on in his day. He felt called to remove himself from what he saw as corruption in both his civil and religious culture. As we enter the story today, we read about John, who had begun to develop quite a following as he preached in the Judean wilderness. We're told that people were coming to him from Jerusalem to be baptized in the Jordan River. Now, to put that in perspective, that's at least 130 kilometers each way by foot. That's a long way to travel for a baptism. Now, to be clear, John wasn't suggesting that people had to become as reclusive as he was to be faithful. He was not saying that his austere way of life was the only way to be faithful to God. But he was telling people to take a long, hard look at their lives and their relationships, both with God and with other people. John criticized the religious leaders of his day because they depended more on their identity as Jews, as descendants of Abraham, than they depended on their relationship with God. In essence, John was telling people that they had it backward. John claimed that their ancestral connection to Abraham didn't really mean that much because God could raise up descendants of Abraham from the surrounding stones. Personal relationship with God and with other people meant more than centuries worth of traditions. And this is the connection to last week's warning about not being trapped by our traditions. What you believe about God, how you interact with God, and with other people are more important than centuries worth of obedience to traditions. That was a hard thing for people in John's day to hear, and it's equally hard for some people to hear today. Yet despite being hard to hear, it's also true. John went on to predict that in the person of Jesus Christ, God was going to do a new thing. John was telling his listeners to stop focusing so much on the past, on ancestry and traditions, and focus more on how your relationship with God impacts your life. It's as though John was holding up a huge mirror, not so that people could look nostalgically back at the past, but so that we could examine our own lives, our own motivations, and our own actions. As always, we must ask ourselves what this text offers you and I roughly 2,000 years after it was written. Although the faith of previous generations can often inspire our own faith, leading us by example, it can never replace having an active faith of our own. Does your experience with God change the kind of person that you are and make a difference in your life and behavior? John the Baptist was inviting people to examine how their own faith impacted their lives, their relationships, and the way that they interacted with both God and with other people. Not only that, 
John the Baptist became a kind of role model for us by intentionally drawing attention to the things that Jesus was about to do in the world. Much of what this story offered to John's audience in the first century still holds true today. Not only is God still actively at work in the world, God continues to invite us to partner with him. God's invitation is personal, not based on what kind of family you've come from. It's not based on our own qualifications or personal history. In fact, God's invitation is made in spite of those things. Matthew's Gospel tells us that many people were responding to John's message of repentance by confessing their sins and being baptized in the River Jordan. Now I realize that language about repentance and confession of sin may not sound particularly appealing, but there's more to it than meets the eye. For many, the language of confession of sin and repentance can be intimidating. It's often difficult and uncomfortable to admit our faults and our shortcomings. If the story ended with admission of guilt, it would often be too much to bear. But that's not where it ends at all. John reminds us that God's invitation does not end with the admission of our guilt or of our failings. In fact, our admission is only really the beginning of the story of forgiveness. John was never inviting us to dwell on our brokenness. Rather, he was challenging us to acknowledge it so that we can move beyond it. You see, we can never truly begin the journey towards forgiveness, healing, and restoration until we admit that we need those things. It's only when we admit our need for restoration that God's grace begins to work in our lives. And it's that gift of grace that we look forward to encountering in a manger in Bethlehem. Let's pray. Almighty God, purify our hearts and minds so that when your Son, Jesus Christ, comes again, we may be ready to receive him, who is our Lord and our God. Amen.